today's daf is yud bet, and yes, um, it is yud bet today, as opposed to last time when, I, when we looked yud alif and I said yud. But today's daf is yud bet, and we were discussing the mission, the case where someone had masashani money and chulim money, and it's scattered on the floor, and he doesn't know which is which. We said if he picks it up haphazardly then whatever he picks up initially is going to be considered Masashini money and the remainder, whatever's left, until he gets to the amount of coins of Masashini that fell, and the remainder would be Chulin. However, in Balal V'chafan, if, now we explain as if he just simply scooped it all up together. Was, he mixed it up and scooped it up together. In that situation, we do it proportionally. Um, fine. Now, what's interesting here, Desrib Chayn explains like another parish. There's another parish, just so you're aware. Uh, when I said Balal V'chafan, the way I explained it is just, that's the way it's uh, understood according to the Mishnahs and things like that. But Rabbi Chaim does explain that there is another opinion that says, no, that if Balal V'chafan, meaning if they were pre-mixed and then fell on the ground, as opposed to a bag of Masashini coins, a bag of Hulin coins. That's just another way of explaining it. Um, like specifically mixed, or even if they were in a bag together, but he hadn't, but we're talking about he mixed it together and then it fell on the floor. Anyway, that's just for that's just fill in the gaps there. But let's continue. Maybe Yossi, I'm not exactly sure why it's necessary to explain it that way, but let's continue. Maybe Yossi Beshem Rab Rab Padayas says um said the Rabbiana Beshem Rab Chizkiya says as follows. Ain Bila Elabayain Beshem and Bilvad. So this relates to another machloket. Rasurilio says this relates to a case where someone has tvua, a mixture of tvua of Yeshana and Khadash. So old and new tvua. What can you do in that situation if the mafresh from a samasra, but you can't mafresh from yashan and chadash to chadash and yashan. It doesn't work. You cannot do that way. So the sugi there discusses about um, whether you can somech on bila. Can I just thoroughly mix it? And then I take truma and I assume I'm taking it from both. And proportions being perfect. So um, so there we say that the chizkiah says, Ein bila The only thing you can roll on bila, having you know proper proportions like mixed perfectly, is liquids, yain v'shemem. However, Rabbi Yossi, Yerodechonat says, no, you can even be with um, solids as well, meaning, however, provided that the solids are very fine or small. It doesn't have to be as fine as flour, but it could even be kazetim, adshi kazetim aniblalim. Until they're the size of a kazait, then it's considered sufficiently mixed. However, our mission seems to be cholek on that. Manida pligial Rabbi Yochanan says, im balal v'chafan We said when it came to coins, if they were sufficiently mixed up and you scooped it up, then we can say everything's proportional. Uh, so the Gemara says that's not that's not necessarily a kasha. So it appears to be a kasha on Yochan and Kava Homer and Rabbi Yossi, uh, uh, sorry, on, on Chizkia. But nonetheless, the solution here seems to be an answer to quoting Rabbi Yochan. It says, Patala ad meaning we're talking about small coins. Ambition must be talking about small coins at a lesser side of a kazait that you can rely on Bila. I mean, the fact that it's once it's thoroughly mixed, the proportions will be, you know, any any sample set will be uh, will be representative proportionally to the original proportions that were mixed in. Okay, let's continue. Now we continue with the Mel. It says, So Rabbi Yossi, sorry, Berabun, B'Shem Rabbi Yona says, Now what the Mishnah is saying is, is because we says, if he was Balal V'chafan, it was L'fi Cheshbon, with the coins. And at the end of it, it says, V'hanivlalim is L'fi Cheshbon. So what the Gemara is saying is, no, it's, it's despite the fact we have it appears to have omitted the case of chafan, scooping it all up. Um, it's actually another case, meaning you should read the end of the Mishnah, both these requirements, niblalim v'nichpanim, that there, again, some Hershim is that we do both together. All right, let's continue. So, sela shel maser sheni v'shel chulin shnit aravu mevi sela ma'ot. So, if you recall, we, this is the case in our Mishnah, we had two different coins. One was chulin, one was maser sheni, and you don't know which was which. What do we say the solution is? You get a bag of copper coins, 
and you transfer the Kedusha, you say wherever, whichever one's the Master Shani coin, the Kedusha is transferred onto the copper coin, these, these copper coins, and then you select the Yafasha Behem, the nicer of the two coins, and transfer the Kedusha back onto that one of the Master Shani, and then you solve the problem. Okay, so the Gemara says, Tani Ben Azai, Ben Azai says, when you redeem it, you have to redeem it onto two sellers worth of copper coins. Okay, so you transfer the Kedusha from one cop, the one silver copper coin onto two, like double the value. So, so the question is, why, like, what's the svara there? So, Reb Zeira Amar, Ma b'chalma barishmal He woke up in the morning, says, what's this dream that I had, that I would be feeding Ula barishmal this fatty, nice meat, right? What's this, and it seemed to be almost like a quasi, like type of nevuah, because what happened? And Sha'ali, and he was asked this question, he asked this question, sorry, so Reb Zira came, and, and Ula asked this question to him. He says, Amalei Lamashtaim, why is it that we have to redeem to two? So Amalei Mitoch Sha'at Omer Loken, Hu Delta. In other words, the fact that you make him redeem it onto even more money is going to compel him to do what he's meant to do and transfer it back onto the, the, the silver coin. Because remember, this is a two step process. And we only allow someone tra- to transfer Kedusha from silver coins to copper coins as soon as Midocha. Because normally you don't transfer for coins to coin. Once it's onto coins, you take that money to your line. Actually, there is an exception. The exception is when you transfer onto gold coins, because that's to lighten your load. But normally you don't transfer onto a more, uh, these copper coins. We're scared they're going to uh, rust and the like. And was only we said in the Mishnah Midochak that and Bravaj that you transfer it immediately back. So what we do is part of this process, we put him in a situation that's going to compel him, even financially, to uh, transfer the Kedusha immediately back to the selected nicer of the two coins. Okay, that's the, and it was this that he dreamt of. In other words, he had a dream that he was going to effectively, what does it mean he was going to feed him this nice meat? Well, in Torah learning, it's, in, it, the, it's a, the nimshal is, I was going to give him something very satisfying the next day, and that was the answer to that question. Okay, let's continue. It says, Bora, uh, Bora and then we say, Bora etia, take the nicer of the two. Now, we said, Now, to appreciate this Gemara, the Gemara is referring to the Chizkiah. Now, it's, there it discusses that when someone has a coin, as we know, the coins, they lose weight after a while. And the question is, the, the, what the Mishnah addresses is, um, so is how much does that reduce in value that could be problems of Onah in terms of its weight? Okay, that's what it discusses. However, you can use such a coin, even if it's reduced in weight, to for to, to put a masashini. So what are we saying now? <coughs> um, so it says, Kishum Mechalala, Oseo Takara, meaning, I'll read you Reb Chaim, Kishabalechalab Yishram, if you take this Ra coin, this coin that's uh, reduced significantly in weight, but nonetheless is representative of a larger sum of money, what you say is, um, and, and you're transferring to pair it or al prutot or seal takara, then you tr- treat it at its deflated value. She ain't really ten perot or prutot ele kenega mashon ten In other words, all you, you look at its deflated value, and that's how much money you need, that's how much produce you used to have to that value to transfer the kudusha offers. In other words, being makil when you transfer the kudusha away from the money. And when you were transferring outside Yerushalayim, ukushu mechalel aleya or seal and when you're outside Yerushalayim, you view it as, as a proper good coin, as its full value. So once again, we're makil. In other words, I need less of these coins to transfer Kedusha onto it. So now the coin to Chizkiah says, we're makil on two counts. When transferring the Kedusha outside Yerushalayim, Master Shini onto it, tra- tra- treat it as its full value. And when you go to Yerushalayim, you treat it as its deflated value. So you need less food 
to transfer the Kedusha onto it in, in Yerushalayim. Okay, so that's the Kula. So it seems to be, according to Chizkia, we treat, in our, in our transferring Kedusha Masashini, we treat it leniently when it comes to these coins. So that doesn't seem to make sense with our Mishnah. Why? Because one second. Our Mishnah says that granted, this is important, I'm filling in some gaps with Rebchaim here, granted in the, in the initial stage, when I've got these two coins, one's, they're, two, they're both a seller, one's the Yafet and Rana. And when I'm tra- the first step when I'm transferring, transferring onto Nechoshet, I have to transfer it onto the full seller's worth to make sure that I've transferred the Kedusha Masashini from Mishra Kohen onto this bag of Nechoshet. But the question is, if I can be lenient in every step where I'm doing Chilul, why do I have to bore at Yafeshabahem? Why can't I bore the Rashabahem, the lower, the, the coin that has um, you know, deficiencies in it? Because we've just said, according to Chizkiah, every step of the way, I can always be lenient. When I'm going to food onto the coin, I can I treat it its full value. When I go the coin back onto the food, when I'm transferring Kedusha off that coin, I can I look at the uh, I can I can look at the deflated value. So here, why can't I be lenient as well and select the worst of the two coins? Okay, why do I have to select the nicer of the two coins? According to Chizkiah's logic, that every step of the way I can be lenient. So Amr says Aniomer, because I say. He hates our master Shani. Why in this case do we say that you have to pick the nicer of the two? Because I'm concerned, I'm Khoshesha, that was really the master Shani one. But what's the obvious question? We just went through this whole exercise of transferring the Kedusha onto the copper coin to take the Kedusha off it. So why do I, why I shouldn't be concerned that maybe the big, you know, the, the nicer of the coin is a master Shani coin? Because that was the whole point of the first step. The whole first step is to remove the Kedusha's master Shani onto these copper coins. So at this stage, what do I care anymore which one was originally the Maaseh Sheni coin? It shouldn't matter. And at this stage, I can be Mekil and I can select the worst of the two coins. So Gemara says, no. Gemara says, it says, says, no, because you're not really mitkaven to mechalalet. I'll explain why in a minute. Which means as follows. I'll read your Rukhaim inside. Because uh, it makes it um, it makes it clearer. It says, He's saying when you first did that first step of transferring the Kedusha Masasheni from one of these two coins onto the copper coins, you really had no intention to transfer the Kedusha Masasheni from the nicer of the two coins. Only the bad coin, if it was a Masasheni coin. Why? Because if it's a nicer coin and it was Masasheni one, why would you do the Chulal law? Because the only reason why I'm doing the Chilul is because I'm scared that the bad coin is a Master Shani coin. And I can't go from the Ra immediately and directly do it from one silver coin to the other silver coin, the Ra Aliyafet. In other words, what's he saying here? He's saying is that because I'm immediately transferring Kedusha you know, onto copper coins and immediately back onto the nice of the two coins. I never really intended to take the Kedusha's Masashani off the nice of the two coins if it was indeed the Masashani coin. Because what would be the point? I could just leave it as it is. I wouldn't have to go through this exercise of going back and forwards. The only reason why I'm going back and forwards is a hashash that maybe it was the rock coin to solve that problem, right? That's why I'm going back and forwards. But I never really had the intention to take it off the one that is the... That is the um, the cutter, like the, the affair. 
So that's if why the raw coin. If it was the raw coin, it was the raw coin. Ah, true, but you don't know which one it is. If it was a raw coin, it was a raw coin. No. So true, but in other words, because it's a suffix, that then therefore I'm transferring the kedusha from the copper coins, which would have kedusha, onto the onto the the nicer of the two coins. So in other words, but, it's almost like saying this: the way we understand the way, because it's on, on, and immediately back and forth. The way Rebbe and said Sugya. We understood initially, I had two coins. I don't know which of the two. I'm transferring whichever one it is onto the copper coins. I'm selecting the last coin and sending it back. Going to Chizki, that doesn't make sense because in that situation, if we make a lunch, pick the bad coin. So the way we have to understand the Sukkot of Chizki is as follows. Is that really, is that I'm assuming it's the the uh, the knights of the two coins because otherwise, you know, like what I have to go back and forth onto that same coin, right? If it is the same coin, this is a waste of time. So why am I going back and forwards? I'm only going back and forth that Hashash might be the bad coin to get rid of that problem, just in case it is. Okay. So therefore, and that's why it almost goes back. That's why it's the nice of the two coins you have to select. Because if it was the nice of the, the two coins, I never intended to take the Dushar off it anyway. Because again, it's going back and forth. Like, what, what's the point of going back and forth if I'm going to get the square one? Okay. It's like a, a, a hidur to find the, just to put it on the, the nicer coin. No, because that, 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 if, if it was, okay, so um, <clears throat> you, I don't think you can call it Hidur because it couldn't, couldn't, I, could, I should be Makil in this situation. I don't have to worry about being a Hidur. I can take a lot, lot, lot of the two coins. It's just that I think the idea of what he's saying is, is that it seems to, this very process is, I'm assuming it's the, I never really intended to take it off the good coin if it is a good coin because part of the process is I go back and forwards. Okay. And it's pointless to go back and forwards. I could just leave it as if I really thought it was because if I was a, it was a good coin. So therefore, I'm never really intending to take it off the good coin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, the whole exercise is out of hashash. It was a bad coin. That's just in case. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and but again, the question is, why is it so? I'm not sure. And why is it sure we make the assumption that the assumption that it's a good coin? Maybe that's because of what the process is. I don't know. But it seems to be from the process itself, the fact that we're we're, we're sort of it's ending at the good coin means I never really, if it was a good coin, I never really intended to mechal the good coin. And therefore it's not like the situation in Cheskia where it was a mamash, a full chil from both coins, either coin, whichever coin it really was. And that's almost like the Kedusha has completely gone off. Now I can choose, now I can be mechil. It's nothing like that at all. Because if it was a good coin, I never really intended to take it off the good coin. Okay, that's kind of the way he resolves that problem. Okay, let's get in. Okay, now let's, get, let's have a look. Rabbi Reb Chagai says, "I'm coming, Rabbi Zira, Menachem b'Shem Rabbi Yochanan. Kol she'amu b'damay mechalim bevaday bevaday mechalinot. So bevaday mechalinot medochak. In other words, we'll see later on when it comes to demay. I actually saw this previously. When it comes to demay, it says you can poder from kesef al nechoshe nechoshe lo kesef kesef al kesef. You can try all manners of transfer of kedushas mashem with your coins. You can do. So it says, in other words, what what he's saying, Rabbi Yochanan says, any case in demay where you can do so." Meaning, you could, you, when it comes to uh, real master shen, you can do bedochak. Like Amisha says, our case, the case is a bedochak. There was no solution. We were, we were at a problem in, in that we had two silver coins. The only solution was to transfer the onto the copper coins and bring it back again. That's bedochak. The Gemara says, I don't understand. Vataninan. Kesef midochak. Our Mishnah says, you have to use kes- these, you have to go from kesef on the choshe midochak as this intermediary step. Because why ha kesef al kesef law? Because you can't go directly from kesef al kesef. That's what seemed to be a suggestion. But we just said that any time you can do it in demai, you can do so bevadai bin dochak. 
And the problem is, is one of those cases in Demai that you can do it is from Kesa Vakesa. So that doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to work with our Mishnah. They seem to say, they seem to suggest even Kesa Vakesa Bavadai, you cannot do it at all. So if Babar Cohen says, Amar Kamei Rebiona, says as follows, Ravacha B'Shem Yochanan says, no, Kosham B'Nai Mechalim Bavadai Avar V'chilalom Mechulal. In other words, it doesn't mean you're allowed to do Midochak. It means that B'Dievet, if someone did it nonetheless, it would work. That's the, what you learn from Demai. In other words, the heter midocha can be a smaller subset of those that it be would work if one, one went ahead and did so. So therefore, Amish is not necessarily Akasha. Amish is talking about cases midocha chachem you to do so. Whereas kesef kesef is not one of those cases, yet it seems to be that if someone nonetheless went ahead and did so, it would work. Okay, so it's not a kasha now. So he's re explained what Rabbi Yochanan is saying. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Pazi says, Rabbi Shimon Marabas says, B'shem Rabbi Yochanan kosha amru b'damai mechalim b'vadai avar v'chilelan mechulalim. So anytime damai, he says, you can mechalalim b'vadai, when it comes to vadai ma'asa sheni, if one, one was over and another was when he did so, but yeah, but it would work. So Tanu Rebbe Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Keshem shemechalim kesef al-nechoshe, kach mechalim zav al-kesef. Now, when it says you can mechal kesef al-nechoshe, the question is why? The assumption is, is as you've just seen that in case of Dochak, you can transfer from Kesav on the Choshet, the assumption is that, oh, despite the fact it is a less Chashuv coin, a, more, a smaller domination. So therefore, he tries to suggest that, ah, oh, therefore you can see, you can Mechalel Zahav on Kesav. Zahav on Kesav is, Zahav is more Chashuv and Kesav is less. So it's almost like a hi- hierarchy. You've got Zahav, Kesav, Nechoshet in terms of the Chashivut. So if you could do Kesef on the Choshet, therefore you can do Zahab on, in position, position one on Kesef. That's the assumption. The Gemara doesn't like that at all. Samalo, mitnei mach mechalim Kesef on the Choshet. Why can I do Kesef on the Choshet? Shem mechalim Kesef al Zahab, because I can mechal Kesef on Zahab. V'yechalu Zahab al Kesef, shem mechalim Zahab al Choshet. So therefore you want to say I can mechal al Zahab on Kesef, because when I can't mechal Zahab on the Choshet, what's this talking about? So to explain... Um, uh, simply, there's another reason of why or limitations one can transfer kesef on kesef, and that's because sometimes in certain certain trans uh, in contexts or every context, I should say, when it comes to kesef kesef, you have to define what is the pira and what is the tiva. What does that mean? What is defined as the coin in this context, and what is defined as the like the payrot? Because as we know, you cannot transfer from kesef onto payrot, but you can transfer payrot onto kesef. Okay, when it comes like uh, fine. So that's sort of the, um, that's sort of the, that's, that's, that's what's important here. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, don't confuse it with a Zahab, but it sort of reminds you of the Baba Messiah type of um, questions. So here he's saying, why can a Machal Kesef al Nechoshet? Why can a Machal Kesef al Nechoshet? Because the Kesef is considered the Pira, and the Nechoshet is considered the Tiva, right? It's considered the coin. It's more fluent. It's, it's a more fluid currency. So therefore, and that's because I can mechal kesef al zahab because of the same type of thing that the zahab is considered the tiva in this. The way Reb Chaim explains it, right? Shazav tiva hu kesef pira. That's the way he explains it. Sugya. That's why. So therefore, zahab al kesef. You want to now say I can transfer zahab on kesef the other way around. Sheim mechal zahab on the but I can't transfer zahab on the choshet because zahab is the tiva and the choshet is a pira. In other words, so it, in other words, what he's saying is. You've got the principles wrong. It's not a matter of importance of, uh, of um, coin, zahav, kesef, nechoshet. It's more the definition of what's the pre and what's the tiva. That's the idea. That's what's the principle going on here. 
And because in the context of Zav and Kesef, what's the pre, what's in the Choshet? It seems to be, the, the, the Tiva, it seems to be that the, um, Right, that the kesef is the pre and the zah- and the zahav is the tiva is the coin. So therefore, that's why. That therefore, you shouldn't be able to transfer the zahav on kesef. It seems by the the hierarchy that it seems to be is in terms of pira pre to tiva is seems to be kesef nechoshet zahav. That's what it seems to be um, in the in the in the way this that comes out in the sugya. Okay, let's continue. Amalor Rebelazar Rebbe Shimon. So he says the the, re- the response is no. Don't look at it. The reason why I want to say that you can transfer from Zahav onto Kesef is not because of I view it as one, like I've got the wrong perception of what is the Tiva and the Kesef. Sorry, the Tiva and the Pira, the coin and the Pri. Rather, is because we see that when you come to Yerushalayim, you can transfer from the Zahav onto smaller dominations. Meaning when I come to Yerushalayim with Master Shani coins, I come with golden coins. And Chachamim want you to take golden coins because you can metzarach it together, lighten the load. They'll let you do that. When I get to Yerushalayim, I can break that down into small denominations. We'll see later, Mishnah, exactly how you do so. But the fact that I can break it down, ah, that's why we see, since I can mechalel, uh, <coughs> since I can mechalel in Yerushalayim, Zahav onto smaller coins, so to, therefore in Chutz Hashayim I should be able to do so too. That's, that's his rationale. Okay, not because of the like the whole hierarchy of of, of Pira and Tiva. Okay, so the Gemara concludes and says as follows: I can can see from here that what the Mechalim Kesef Al. Let's let's change the gears here. Al Zahal. In other words, from the fact that that the um, that Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon didn't counter by saying, "Oh, I disagree with your whole hierarchy of Pira and Tiva." Must mean that he agreed with it in principle. He just had another reason why I can transfer to Zava Kesef, and that was because Yerushalayim I could do so. So therefore, he says we can see from here that normally you cannot you can mechalal Kesef al Zahav. So Kesef is considered the the Pira, and Zahav is considered the Tiva. The ain mechalina can't mechalal normally Kesef al Nechoshet. Ideally, you shouldn't be doing so, as we said. Elamitochak. Okay, let's continue. Bechamamri. Bechamamri says lo yaseh. Now the question is, why is it this, this is the, this is the, almost like the last case in the Mishnah? Now the Mishnah says, Bechama says, one cannot trans- to convert all his slaim, all his silver coins, onto a gold coin. Okay, and Bet Elul says, Mati Rim, we brought a prison. Rabbi Kiva says, Ani city le Rabbi Gamliel or Rabbi Shua et Kaspan din Rezahav. I transferred all the, the silver coins onto a gold coin. There was no problem. Um, now in the Bavli, the whole explanation for that is the concern is if I start trans, if I if I if we allow them to transfer silver coins onto gold coins. They'll wait until they've accumulated too many silver, enough silver coins, transfer it, and they'll miss taking it to Shalai. It's more of a practical. That's why Bet was against it, where it seems to be Bet Hillel um, um, wasn't concerned for that. That's in Bava Metziah. However, the Roshami has a different explanation of that debate. It says as follows Amru, lo Amru, ela Bet Shamai, es Bet Shamai, ela Beso. Aval Bet Hila, Bet Shamai Modu. What's Tchila and So? So, Ari Rabchaim, he says, um, here. About, he says, It's not because he doesn't allow you to transfer Kedusha directly from Masashini onto gold coins. The Machloket is only at the end when you're trans, trying to transfer from silver coins onto gold coins. Why Al Kesef, Kesef. In other words, his understanding of the debate is as follows. 
Rabbi Yochanan says, is, why does Beit Shammai disagree? Not because he doesn't view Zahab as a coin. He does view it as a coin. You can transfer Kedusha Masachini onto Zahab. He just, uh, he just argues you cannot transfer coins onto coins. That's what his thing is. And therefore, I can't translate him onto Zahab because I don't like to transfer coins onto coins. Akval, and when it says betchila, betchila from the outset, if you're transferring Masachin directly onto gold coins, that's fine. So in other words, the way reading the Gemara is, says, Lo amru meaning only when you're transferring coins onto coins, but betchila, he agrees. So he says, my timer to Beit Shammai. Now here, from here on, there's, and we'll get, this, will, this will carry over to the next up. There's a lot of Shino Girises of the Graz. Uh, so we have to sort of be careful as we go. It says, my timer to Beit Shammai, because he says, kesef rishon, velo kesef sheni. So if, if you follow as we're going, we're sort of cut and pasting things from other parts of Sugis and sort of swapping as we go along. That's how, that's how it sort of works. But anyway, what is a kesef rishon velo kesef sheni? Um, in other words, because it says, Venatata bakesef peirot, meaning, sorry, peirot ata mechalel al kesef, veloshitichal kesef rishon al kesef sheni. In other words, he, he understands because the Torah says you can transfer peirot onto kesef, and the understanding is it's only kesef al kesef, not in other words, kesef rishon v'lo kesef sheni. Okay. Then it continues, v'hat tanina, but one second, we've just seen, haporet selam ma'amimao ma'asar sheni. But you've seen there's a mission that says explicitly that what I can exchange my poret selamaot masasheni. I can exchange my I can get my masasheni money into smaller denominations. And Bishama agrees exactly how much and what he does. That's a machot we see in later um, in, in later Mishnah. So I'll show you. The, it says and that's a Mishnah. Vesarim meima hametzaref sela. Vesarim it's let's continue. Vesarim meima hametzaref. Where is it? So Rabbi Chaim says, That's where you're trying to convert Sorry, this is, just to correct what I said here, this is talking about outside Yerushalayim, we're trying to metzaref kesef, not when you're Yerushalayim, that's, uh, I got confused a bit. In other words, here, that Mishnah later on is talking about if I'm trying to take small denominations on a big don- bigger don- denomination, and you see quite clearly, Bichamai agrees. In other words, we assumed that the reason for Bichamai was that what, that you can't transfer kesef onto kesef. But that is a Mufurish Mishnah against that. We see outside Yishayim, you can. When you're trying to Metzarif Ma'od, you've got all these small coins. You can Metzarif into bigger coins. Exactly how many you do and what are the proportions, that's a debate, but you can do so. So the Gemara says, no. Um, it says, my Kadun. So what now? Uh, it says, time in the Beit Shammai. It's here again, now that you know, it can change. Kesef Ad Kedei Kesef. So Kesef Ad Kedei Kesef means as follows. In other words, reader of Chaim, he says, normally, yes, you can't, tra- can't transfer kesef onto kesef. However, when I'm collecting these prutot nechoshet, and I haven't got enough to mechalal onto kesef, it's not defined as kesef. Okay? Once it reaches the level of kesef, as it says in the, in the Torah, the Torah kesef, then you can't transfer it. Even if it's gold, which is even more. Despite the fact that Nechoshet is Kesef, because I can make a long Kesef, 
which is a very subtle way of explaining. In other words, why does in other words why does Beit Shammai agree when when you've got copper coins you can mitzarif them and transfer them to kesef? Is because it's not really defined as kesef yet. Because the Torah says manatata bekesef, okay. I mean, he understands that Natabekesef means you can transfer. It's only Pira direct to Kesef and not Kesef or Kesef. Okay? That's his understanding. So once I've got something that's defined as Kesef, I can't transfer that Kesef onto another Kesef. However, Nechoshet, in this respect, in the Beit Shammai, small coins isn't defined as Kesef yet. So therefore, I can transfer, I can, I can collect together all this Nechoshet and transfer it onto a silver coin, which is a very subtle definition, by the way, because it is Kesef, but it's not Kesef. What do I mean according to Beit Shammai? It is Kesef because I can transfer Kedushas Masasheni onto it. If it wasn't Kesef, I couldn't do so. But the, the din that Beit Shammai says is once I have something called Kesef, I can't transfer Kesef on Kesef. I can only in other words, it's what's called Kesef Sheni. In that respect, it's not considered Kesef yet. Okay? Because the Torah says, again, the best part of the Torah and In other words, once you get into Kesef, you have to tell that Kesef. To your so in that respect, the copper coins aren't considered kesef yet. That's why he says you can take those copper coins and transfer it onto a silver coin. Okay, that is Rabbi Yochanan's understanding of Beit Shammai. We'll see Shemesh uh, Lakish tomorrow again. A lot of things moving around. I might uh, do a bit of chazar on, on that point, just so we don't. So otherwise, it might be hard to get into this again. Anyway, and right. in this, why can't you transfer kesef onto kesef? Could it be Shammai? Yeah. Once again, okay. So. Beit Shammai says it's Dindoraita. He says because, uh, based on the Pasuk, I, I, I think I read Rebbe before. Here, I, I read Rebbe Chaim. It says, Dichtiv and Atata Bekesef. It says, Atata Bekesef. So he understands, Peyrod Atamechel Ela Kesef. I think it's based on the Pasuk. He's understanding the Pasuk. You can take a Masasheni with Kesef, into Kesef. The understanding yeah. is, it must be Peyrod only into Kesef. Because you don't see, uh, it says, where do you see you can put Kesef onto Kesef? Right, a la kesef v'lo shitechalel kesef rishon la kesef. Ah, yeah. But, uh, the pasuk under, understands that you can only make it once from peiros to kesef. Once you have right. kesef in your hand, you can't make it to another denomination de- in other kesef, or even the same kesef, probably. Except that, for the, that, 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 except for the golden coin. Except for the golden coin afterwards, when you go up to Yushalayim. Yeah, so so I confuse you a bit by bringing when you, you get to Yushalayim part. But when this is talking about the chil- initial chilul, because um, I was the, uh, the 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 proof wasn't from the case where you went to Yerushalayim. The proof was um, outside Yerushalayim when you're mech- when you're trying to mechalal yeah, together. Right. There's there's, right. there's there's two dinim. There's two dinim. Yeah. The one yeah, thing yeah, yeah. is is to put peiros into kesef, and there's a second thing which is totally un, 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 uh, unrelated is once you make your way to Yerushalayim in order to light. How do I manage and purchase things? You yeah. can. Because yeah. otherwise, why wouldn't you, why would you, uh, in the case of the, the suffix of the two silver coins, which one is it? Why would you, why would you have to move it to, uh, to Nekoshe? Why wouldn't you say, I'll, t- you know, I'll essentially Tanai. If this coin is the, if this coin has the Meiser Shani, it has the Meiser Shani. And if the other one has, then I'm, uh, I'm, I'm moving it from, from the other to this one. All right, Why so that so that, that's what we, um, it's a good question. That's what we were saying in the Mishnah. That is because because the Chachamim only allowed you to transfer Kesef on the and never Kesef on Kesef. And because of that, I couldn't do that stipulation. That's why I explain mm-hmm. it. Just to add, my first Mishnah would give another reason um, that I didn't bring because the Yerushalmi doesn't bring the reason. It seems to be from the floor of the Yerushalmi that it's because of this principle, I can't do Kesef on Kesef. The Mafarshim Mishnah bring another another explanation. That is because the concern is 
is that if I don't include this intermediate step, and it's a matter of just saying, oh, the kedusha of this is on that one, and I just and I take and I just take it, is that the concern is people just take and not do the chilul little. They get a mixture and just say, oh, this is the one, and take it, and not actually say stipulating if this is not the one and transfer it across. That's that's another exclamation point about it by in the Mishnah. All right, cool. Good to work.